Hello and welcome to the Optional Podcast, episode number 180 for the week of September 30th, 2019. The Optional Podcast is a show all about the latest in video games and entertainment, recorded each week from New York City and bounced around cables and satellites all around the world. That's true. And right into your listening device of choice. As always, I'm Paul Tamayo and I'm here with my co-host, Cam Brewster. And we're back. Wow, it's it's been a while. It's been a been while. A while. Uh, that always happens around yeah, us. every time. But yeah, it's been a while. Last week, we celebrated the wedding of our good friend. Yeah, we Shout out to Nate. That was fun. It was a good time. We uh, traveled a little bit, and uh, I'd never been to uh, Vermont before. First time? First time, man. I feel like uh, I've been to Canada, but I've never really, like been... I've never seen any of the states. <laughs> <laughs> I've only seen like New York, North Carolina, D.C. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Florida. Florida. Yeah, everybody's seen Florida. California. Oh, yeah, California. You're, you're a coastal elite, as they call um, it. Yeah, I am, 100%. What a scum. You sure. came in here with your fucking, fucking latte. Whatever <laughs> libtard. <laughs> you cuck. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, for real. Uh, yeah, I'm such a libtard. And it's like, um, I don't know. It's just weird to, like, to see, like, quote, unquote, like, Vermont's fucking middle of the country hick shit, man. Yeah, man. Some hick shit. And you and you and it's beautiful though. Yeah, and you think like, oh, Bernie's from Vermont. It, it must be like just hippies. Nah, man, there were some uh, fucking yeah. Trumps aboard. Absolutely. Like, like we went to we went to breakfast, and I'm, some guy came in. I was like, oh shit, we, we out here. I was like, oh my god. Yeah, it was funny because uh, we went to breakfast, and like we definitely like came through a couple shades darker than they're used to, and they were all like, oh. oh. And it was like twenty of us. Yeah, <laughs> like oh, storms coming in. Yeah. Uh, I don't know why they had that accent. They have a, yeah, a it's very Vermont. New England yeah, accent. Totally fine. It's like not anything. Yeah. But that's how I hear them in my head. It's like uh, a table for sixteen. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it, actually, when I was checking out, I was paying up the bill for our table. The guy was like, "You guys over here for a wedding?" And I was like, "Yeah." And he was like, "It's nice." He's like, "You know, enjoy." He was like really nice. Yeah. About it. I was yeah. Like, Thanks. Now man. everybody was super super cool out also, there. Maple syrup. Maple syrup. Um, Trees. trees yo did you did you take a deep breath yeah. when you were out there yeah we went we went hiking we went on a hike oh nice that was nice that was cool don't ever get to do that much around here i got to go to walmart that's cool too that's rare for me i, <laughs> I love walmart man you know what it is kind of an adventure when you go like to the sticks and you go to a walmart you realize how like was it like a mega walmart it was it wasn't the big no 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 it wasn't like the mega walmart but they're huge anyway yeah that's true like we like made a plan. Me and my girlfriend were like, "All right, you go in, get some chips. I'll get the lotion. <laughs> meet back like, in yeah. twenty. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. It's like meet me by the bathrooms. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I had a, I had a great time. Great, great time, man. Yeah, I mean, and also speaking of traveling, uh, this is a, a forewarning for the for the next week. But there won't be an episode next week because I'm going to be traveling. Yeah, man. I'm going to be out of the country. I'm going first time going to Amsterdam. Turning a big two eight. Paul's turning 28, man. It's, yeah, it's yeah, be... no, yeah, yeah. Definitely turning 28. <laughs> Getting old. Yeah, no. no, so I will not reveal my age on this on this yeah, show. No, I'm, no. I'm, probably, I'm pretty sure I've said it before. But, yeah, of course. Um, no, yeah, I'm excited. Um, it's been, I haven't been to Europe in a long time, so it's Europe? a return. To, yeah, I haven't been to Europe in a while, so it's going to be a return to... Uh, return of the... <laughs> <laughs> I, don't know, I, I couldn't think of that one. Uh, so yeah, it's gonna be a good time. I'm really excited, but as a result, we won't have a show next yeah, week. Yeah, I'm excited for you, man. So you gotta gonna, have a good time. Yeah, thanks. So we're gonna jam pack this one. Yeah, man. Uh, full of some chock full of games. Now nah, we're gonna live forever. That's true. We we're are not getting old. We're living forever, man. Yeah. By the time we turn fifty, they'll probably have figured it you out. You ever right? talk to a young person, like a twenty year old? Yes. Isn't that infuriating? Because they like they think they're invincible. It's like I, I remember feeling that way. 
Yeah, you don't know <laughs> shit. You don't know, shit. <laughs> you don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, you about. don't know what you're talking about. I'm going to live yeah. forever. Yeah, I mean, we had an intern last... Like, she was she was amazing. Yeah. She's really, really great. Uh, but I, but talking to her... Not that not that she was arrogant or anything. No, no, no. But talking to her made me realize how, like... How just... How different I am. You oh, know, yeah. like... Because we, we were, like, the last of the Mohicans when it came to, like... Not... We, we knew a time before internet, before Absolutely. smart devices, yeah. before, like... You know, we knew a time before then. We knew what it was like. And it's we like I mean, we walk around now and babies are like with iPads glued to their faces yeah. and like they'll never know a time. We knew a time that. when there was one remote for one T V. Yeah, man. And you had to watch Matlock. <laughs> <laughs> and that shit that shit was fire, but it was just yeah, like you yeah. learn to love that shit. Right. And you then you're no and choice. then your you know, your parent will throw the controller to you and you like, all right, finally I get like two hours yeah. of cartoons before I have or to I do can homework. Play the Genesis it, well, yeah, quick. it's like yeah. you gotta make a choice, you know? Yeah. Um but yeah, it, it's just weird, like the framing of like these future people, because like they're already like advanced, but also at a deficit because they don't know. Before you know, it's like a give yeah. and take. Like it's like we hit that sweet spot. Yo, word. The early '90s kids, late '80s kids. Like, yeah, because we we like we we onboarded. Yeah. Onto everything where we were like, oh wow, my life is easier now with like a smartphone in my pocket, and kids nowadays are just like. Yeah, but why life. is it why is it only sixteen gigs? <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> and why is it not five G? I don't have five G yet. Um, also, yeah. yeah, shame on you, iPhone, for not having five G cap- compatible or USB C port or USB C. Come on, Apple, what the fuck? Steve Jobs rolling in his grave. Anyway, word. Uh, but anyway, let's jump into what we've been playing. You've been this playing week. a oh shit ton, God. bro. Yo, yeah. break it down for us. Man. I've been ca- accounting for the past actually. Two let weeks. me let me go because I have yeah, yeah. usual suspects on here, and there's a couple that we can knock out together. All right, cool. Oh cool, my cool. God, I'm just, I'm just looking at your your list now, and you play one of my favorite games of all time. Word. Yeah, well, I'll, Red I'll Dead Redemption <laughs> online. No, okay. Not. So, but that was the first game I played because uh, we were on you know vacation, so like I didn't really get a chance to play last weekend, and then this week has been like full of work. Yeah. I just work nonstop. So um, I booted up Red Dead Redemption, and what they've been doing weekly is releasing uh, online, I should say. They've been releasing like these bounty hunts um, for those classes that I was talking about the last episode, where you can like specialize in like as a bounty hunter, a collector, or like a trader. Not trader. Um, I have a hard time enunciating that word. But anyway, a trader. <laughs> and uh, yeah, so for the bounty hunter class, they do these like. Um, elite bounties and like they're like these famed bounties that you you know like the I last week it was like, was like a woman man. and this week is the wolfman yeah and basically it like puts you in your own like kind of lobby and it's like they show you like a little cutscene of like the the, the person you're after and it's like they're in the woods in the mountains Whoa. he runs with a pack of wolves and you gotta like go up there and fucking murder him and his wolves and Damn. it was funny and scary and hard it was really tough like because the controls are not great in this game and no. i think that's the beauty of it also it's like because you're like slipping down this mountain as wolves <laughs> are chasing you and they're like gigantic oh, like they geez. exaggerated the size of the wolves because they're like these you know mythical oh, kind of right, you know right. thing yeah, yeah. which i like um and it's just like non-stop so like he's like at his you have to find him like in three different locations and you finally catch up to him and he's like at his camp he's by the fire and he's like petting his wolves it's like three of them. And you just like roll random. up on them. Like, what's you up, roll bitch? up on them. I just went <laughs> with the shoddy, and I was just like, like just killing his dogs. Like, it's it's pretty messed up. But um, and then he's after me, right? And he's just like fisticuffs, like trying to kill me. Oh, that's frightening. <laughs> it was really funny because like I like slipped down the rocks and like my horse like fell over, and then like I'm in like the middle of the rocks, and he like finds me, and he's like just fisticuffs. <laughs> 
and he kills me and you only have like three lives to like get this guy back to town or whatever or kill him you know you can um get him dead or alive but i like to keep him alive and get more rewards for that so how do you do that you just like shoot his kneecap or you lasso him oh, okay um or you can like do that like you know disable them um uh, and then they just like kind of like stumble and you can just like tackle them and tie them up or whatever and then you put him on the back of your horse and as you're like going back to camp you're still on this mountain and he's like whistling for wolves oh, and like more wolves are coming and the horse gets scared up. and you get thrown off. It is, it was just really fun and stupid and frustrating, huh. but, but also like it was just mostly fun, but that's interesting. Um, like, I, I dug that shit. Could you do that? Like with friends? Yeah. That, uh, it's intended to be done. Got with it, friends. Got yeah. It. That's interesting. Um, that's cool. But yeah, it's Red Dead Online. It's good now. Um, <laughs> I've also jumped back into, uh, when I was in Vermont, um, me and the fellas, we were playing Smash Brothers Ultimate. Nice. Sorry for the garbage truck passing by. Yeah, it's fine. Um, Smash Brothers Ultimate, really fun. Always a pleasure to play with friends. But the cool thing about um, the reason I'm bringing this up is that I didn't know the Switch was capable of give, sending updates from another Switch. I didn't know that. Really fucking cool. Because you had no internet. So, well, yeah, we didn't really have internet. But so if someone like uh, has the latest update... And I wanted to play with you. You don't have the latest update. Um, I can, like, just give you the update from my Switch. Yeah. And it doesn't take that long. So you're, like, kind of, like, I don't know, crowdsourcing? I don't know what it's called, but you're, like, just file sharing. That's awesome. And, like, everybody, like, goes into this, like, kind of lobby. And you're, like, all right, everybody sync up um, whatever. Yeah. Wow. And it's fucking cool. That's really good. Shout out to Suji for figuring that out. Because he knew, I guess he read about it. And he was, like, I'm going to figure it out. And he, like, figured it out. And it was pretty freaking cool man that's so cool i just like i just thought that was the coolest thing good ever. job nintendo yeah that was like i was like nintendo wow, good on, guy man. nintendo um i also got to play the um the little mini switch thing light switch light oh i saw you post about it yeah, yeah, yeah. my buddy had it's one nice yeah <laughs> i don't want to snitch on him. anyway my buddy has <laughs> one but he got he got two more from amazon by accident that's always a blessing you know More what free Jeff Bezos. <laughs> Absolutely. Take those two free um, switch lights. But yeah, so he's like, he's like, he showed me the thing. He was like, they're sending two more. Yeah. Wait, what? Why? Yeah, yeah, sometimes they fuck up. Like Amazon fucks up I like that. I love it. And you know what? Jeff Bezos, eat a dick. I try not to use Amazon's, you know, as yeah, much as the I, evil empire. I do use Prime, but someone else's Prime, so my hands Word. are clean. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No blood on your hands. <laughs> um, also, let's see. Uh, I started playing Into the Breach again. Fantastic game. That's my favorite. If game. you have a Switch, buy this game. It's don't a be a perfect uh, tactics game. Um, it's just good, good fun. <sighs> I forgot how good it is. Like when you go on these runs where you're like, I cleared all the islands, and then you die stupidly. Yeah, it's um, such a good game. Really good. Into the breach. Um, and then uh, control. I finally got some time to play control. I hadn't played in like two weeks, uh, and this game is perfect. It's good. It's a good game. Man. It's a great game. I, uh, what did I do? Game of the Year contender. I had to do this mission for um, the janitor, who's a character. Like, his name is the janitor. Yeah. Um, he was a character in Control, and he just gives you random missions around. He's so weird. And I had to, like, talk to plants. That was one of his missions. And I had to go to, like, an area in the game and find these dead plants, talk to them. And they came back to life? And they come back to life. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah! I remember this now. So cool. Like the fly, like the, yeah, there are plants. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was so cool. I was like, "What is this stupid thing?" Yo, there. I love little stupid shit. Like, but it also um, it gives you like a little bit of story um, mm. progression. 
about like the main character character you play as um like their doubts and like what's going on internally with them even mm-hmm. though they she does have like a internal monologue that you hear yeah um, and she talks to you yeah but yeah. she's talking to these plants like as if they're like people and she's like i don't want to be director and i don't know all this stuff and wow. it's like i just thought that was pretty sweet um the game is so good. great um god damn it yeah i just got like some new mods for my guns i don't know man i I can't wait to like beat it and then get the DLC. And what shit. two guns do you use? I use the Pierce and I use the regular handgun. Same. Yeah. I, I couldn't beat every. All the other guns to me were like meh. Yeah, I got the um the spinning one. It's alright. I don't like it. It's alright. I'm like, why? The Pierce is a beast. Pierce man. is like my main thing. If it had one more shot, oh, I'd be. Um Yeah, and that game is is perfect. Um, what a what, Something happened today that I was playing, and I was like, this is the most genius shit I've ever seen in a video game. I'll come back to it. All right. Anyway, Modern Warfare Beta. It's good. You got to play some, right? New, this just in. It's it, good. It's good. Yeah, no, like I was saying in the last episode, um, it's fucking great. Like, yeah, it's It good. just plays really well. It's like, it leans into the Call of Duty strengths. It looks great. And they're doing some new stuff. Like, it feels like some next-gen shit. Yeah, um, 100%. But they released um, Ground War, which is, like, their uh, Battlefield-esque, like, big battle. It's good. Yeah. I had some... I struggled with it. I only got to play two rounds, mm. um, but I, I I was coming off of a vacation, and I was just, like, coming into a cold. So I had no, like, practice matches, and yeah, I was, like, trying rusty. to get it in before, like, the, it ended. So um, I just I just struggled like finding people like mm. that game has a camping problem that is brutal yeah um but I, I i see what they're trying to do and i'm in for it like i'm i'm totally down to like you know i'm definitely getting this game like i can't yeah. wait to play more of this game yeah i actually really really enjoyed i mean outside of uh ground war which i'll talk about in a little yeah. a little bit like even just like the regular modes oh, of yeah. like you know capture the capture the points and like you know the usual run of like team deathmatch and stuff like it feel like the the time to kill feels good like in my opinion it feels really really good it does um, the maps felt pretty solid I, I agree there is like a camping problem especially in ground war which I like there are some things from like battlefield which I think it's clearly trying to like um, like replicate mm-hmm. that I thought were missing but I like I think it's a matter I think the the game itself moves so much faster that I could kind of forgive that stuff for not being in there because like there are times where like i, I want to be a good teammate and be and but the other thing too is like now you can break up into squads so like you can spawn on your teammates yeah. much like in battlefield that which was is cool super it was helpful. such a weird like feeling yeah. in a modern warfare game they even like. took the like over view map thing like zooming into like where you go like mm-hmm. they took that straight from like battlefield um so there are there are, i mean i'm assuming they did but like there are there are things where like i missed in my brain like my my battlefield brain of like I want to be able to tag people, like you mentioned too, yeah. or I want to be able to like you know drop markers or, or like little like heads up things, which I, I think you can communicate using like a wheel or whatever. But there were still things that I kind of wish were just easily accessible. Yeah, it seems like there's a standard now with like the bigger games. Even the the last um, battle, uh, not Battlefield, um, uh, Call of Duty game. Uh, what was it called? Blobs Four. Yeah, Blobs Four. They have a tagging system. Right. Um, I just don't know how they're gonna like figure it out with like you know as many people as there are. I mean, I yeah. think I, I think a simple spotting mechanic just would like, be hey. kind of cool. Yeah, it doesn't have to like shout it out like every time, like a yeah, like Doritos, know, like or like a- Apex or whatever. Like yeah. over here, over here, you know, yeah, you don't want to yeah. hear that. Maybe 
make it focus to like a squad. Squad, I think would be helpful. Um, that yeah. could be cool. No, but I'm like, I really, really, I was having a really good time with it, and I poured more time into the multiplayer beta, the crossplay beta too. So I was playing with people on like Xbox yeah. and PC. How do you feel about that? Um, I feel fine about it. Yeah. I, I feel like I, I talked about it on the stream. Actually, I streamed it on for Kotaku, and surprisingly, I did really well. Nice. <laughs> uh, I'm like, for once, it actually like worked out where yeah. I was pretty decent, and. Um, People were in the, in the chat were also saying like, "Oh man, but I'm gonna watch you if I'm on mouse and keyboard." And I'm like, "All right, maybe." Maybe. But I think I think what, what most people mistake is like just because you have the ability to like turn on a dime and like do headshots more doesn't precisely, mean, yeah. doesn't mean like a nice control like controller player will not wash you. Absolutely. Like you can be average on mouse and keyboard, but the people on like controller who are nice, like so. And the other thing I I, I would say is like one thing I struggle with, especially as a PC owner, um, I I will I'm one of those weird folks who like. I will play Apex with a controller Absolutely. and I will and you do, still do better and I will still do better than I will with a mouse and keyboard. And you can say, yeah, like practice on mouse and keyboard, get better. And, and I do that with certain games like battlefield and stuff. Mm-hmm. Cause those are more slower. Like I'm not like jumping around yeah, and like yeah, fucking yeah. doing 360 no scopes. You um, want something that feels kind of natural to you. And, yeah. And yeah. controllers like, and, and for those kind of games, especially like call of duty and Apex, like controller just feels right to me. And like I, and you know, it's weird too. Cause I played blops on blops Four on PC as well. Cause I got a code for it on PC and I was much better with a mouse and keyboard, but like I still defaulted to the PS4 version because that's where my friends were, but right. also because like I'd rather play with a controller in my hand. And um, I don't know that I was, I don't know how the matchmaking worked out, but I, I didn't have a problem. I didn't notice any notice, like I didn't see any noticeable like disadvantages or whatever to playing with a controller, but. I had a really good time with the beta. Apparently, you can, uh, if you're like nervous about that stuff, you can kind of just go into like um, console only. console only lobbies or like you know mix. You can kind of fix the slider so it's not you know messed up, and you can still play with your friends that are on Xbox, but not exclude PC players. If that was something you like were nervous about, right? Um, That's but I, I don't know. Right? Yeah, like I, I just I just love the idea that they're actually going for this. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, did you get to play any other game modes? What are um, I mean, I played. I didn't get to play the two v two stuff. I don't the think that was. Game? I don't think that was in there. No, was it? they swapped it out. Yeah, for, yeah. Which one? That's really cool. I was bummed. I, I didn't get to play that one. Did but, you get to play realism? No. Oh, that's my shit. I should have. I should have yeah, done that. That's yeah. my shit. So yeah, there, there's still like enough meat on the bone for me to like. I haven't even touched yet, but like, and that's not even including the single player, which we'll get to. We'll talk about a little bit because there was a trailer for it. Yeah. Um, I'm pretty hopeful for the multiplayer portion at least uh so yeah i'm looking forward to playing more of it when it drops which is soon actually is it yeah when's it come out i, I thought it was like, like next month not november it's october or november it's holy shit yeah wow. it's like soon bro um so oh, yeah cool. so that's I'm, cool to look forward to run through my list yeah go for it uh i'm still chugging through final fantasy 8 having a good time with it really appreciating still it. like it still liking it right. so far so good i'm like uh, six or seven hours in. What's the story like? Are you into it at all? Or? Yeah, actually, surprisingly, okay, cool. yeah. Like, I'm I'm kind of into it. Um, on the like, just on the surface level of like, seeing the adventure and like the little subtle things it has to say about you know, um, liberate liberation and like revolution, but also like weird interplay between its characters and and i don't know just like the way squall is a dickhead I mean, at least like for the for, for the first chunk of the game i'm playing I also, I also should mention i'm about six or seven hours in but that's with me like being really generous with that uh fast forward mechanic which is oh, such a blessing when you come when you're like talking about grinding you're just like clicking that thumbstick and just grind for like five minutes would equate to like 20 minutes 
in real time if you didn't have that option. Right. It's so, so handy. But yeah, so far I'm really, really into it. Um, I'm also still chugging along on Lone Echo, that VR game I got a while back. It's like a game where you're in space. I, I mentioned it a couple episodes ago. Uh, it's really long, though. I think I think it's sort of overstaying its welcome because, like, as much as I enjoy it, there are moments where I'm just like, all right, come on, like, let's let's wrap this up. I think it could have been tightened up a bit more, but it's still a really dope game and a really dope experience if you have a VR headset, especially if you have an Oculus headset. I think it's I think it's exclusive to Oculus. I could be wrong, but. Um, in addition to that, this really I don't know if you heard of this little tiny game that came out. It actually is a tiny game. It just, it has, it just blew up. Uh, it's called Untitled Goose Game. It's a really hilarious, uh, isometric sort of like, I would say like open-ish world game where you're just, it's, a, it's basically a puzzle game. You're walking around as a goose and you have the ability to just fuck with the world. And, and the, the, the game, every time you enter a new section of the game, so in, in, it starts off where you're in the garden of an old man. And it gives you a list of things to do. And a lot of them are just like mischievous, like really dickhead things. So you're like, steal his keys or like steal this thing or, or like turn the, like get the gardener wet or whatever or scare him. So like, uh, like make him stub his finger like with the hammer. So it's like really funny things. And you do that by controlling this goose who's really, really awkward to control because he like kind of waddles. And if you hold B down, I'm playing it on Switch, by the way. If you hold B down, you can sort of like run a little faster. And it's really cute because he like he waddles uh, as he runs. Uh, if you hold the right trigger down, he opens up his wings to like kind of flap them. So sometimes that'll, you know, you'll it'll be helpful to use that if you're like, I don't know, just want to look cute but there are some things later down the road that i won't get into that like mm-hmm. you need to do that for uh l trigger makes you lower your head so like his little goose head lowers and then that's that's useful if like something small drops on the floor that you have to like hold the l trigger down then hit a to grab mm. um so there's like a, a nice amount of like control de- dexterity yeah. tests that you have to do in order to like you know like get, get grab the thing really quick and then let go of the l trigger and hold b down to run and then like you know, maneuver him while you're running. Let go of the run button so you can pivot and then hold it back down again. So, you can, so like, you're almost like driving a car. Um, so it's it's really, really fun. I've, I've had a really good time with it. I streamed it also on, on the Kotaku Twitch and it's on the YouTube now. Had a really good time with, like, with chat, just, like, having a good time. People who've already played it. People who were, like, giving me hints, like, oh, you're thinking about this thing too much. Or, like, I had weird glitches happen. I thought I killed the gardener. Really, that was really funny. Fun I saw shit. that clip. Yeah, it was really, really funny. Um, but the game is just naturally. We talked a, a couple weeks ago about, uh, or I think like maybe it was even a month ago or, or more, uh, on viewpoints where I was like, I talked with Joshua, one of our staff writers, about humor in games, and I think mm. this game nails it. This game reminds me a lot of like the early works, like the early silent film works, because mm. um, there's no dialogue in the game. Like everything sort of is like mimed or just like. Um, they're like they're like almost kind of like sim characters where like for example i had this one task where i had to like break a vase this might be a light spoiler if, if you get stuck on how to break this vase maybe skip ahead 30 seconds from now what i had to do is grab the vase drag it into a neighbor's yard and he finds it he grabs it tosses it back over and that's how he breaks it oh, sure. and then like the what happens is instead of like you hearing them speak and yell you you start to like hear them like the 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 music it's all dynamic so when they're starting to like yell like the piano picks up and it's like really really like you know it sort of symbolizes the the clash and the yeah. argument and even when you're controlling the goose i realized this in real time on the stream um, and some of the viewers were like, yeah, yeah, the, the, the music reacts to you in real time. So like so cool. when you're like creeping as the goose towards like an objective, the game, the game would be like, din, 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 din. and when you stop, it like stops. And then when you move again, it's like, din, 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 din. So, cool. so it's really, really cool how like it incorporates. That's why I think of like something like 
a Chaplin movie where you know they're wrestling with the rifle in the gold rush and he's trying to dodge the rifle and the, I remember when I first saw that scene I was like in tears laughing but the way the music sort of accompanies it and like supplements that scene and heightens the stakes and like makes it funnier like it adds so much to the scene because they couldn't speak obviously so it reminds me a lot of that kind of stuff and it works so well for this game like I mean I highly recommend it it's like 15 bucks or whatever yeah uh, definitely go check it out right now. Yeah, yeah it's like yeah it's on I bought it on sale like for a couple bucks off that's cool I'm, I'm glad it like uh, got its wing <clears throat> alright so what else you playing in addition to that uh, I played the Ghost Recon Breakpoint open beta Whoa. so it, it was basically the same amount of content that was in the private beta or the closed beta except this time around there was some more PvP stuff they, they finally unveiled the PvP thing which honestly a lot of fun. You have fun? Yeah, because I mean, I know a lot of it was in updates for Wildlands, which I, which I refuse to play because yeah, that game was mad problematic. Yeah. Um, but Ghost Recon Breakpoint um, kind of takes a step in another direction. They're clearly trying to avoid any like lawsuits from from countries, uh, fictional or not. Yeah. Right. Uh, so um, this one's really good. Like, the, so you know, you have the same amount of missions. It's it's it plays like Ghost Recon Wildlands. If you played that game before, I didn't really play that game. I played the demo and I ter- was super turned off. And I like. Same hit the eject button I was like fuck this game but um, it basically if I had to describe it it's a more methodical slow paced version of the division and I know some people like may not want to hear that because they, they might love Ghost Recon more than they do the, the division like they you know they're get over Clancy. it that's how we <laughs> yeah I know like come on guys come on, guys. Come on. it's, it's only so many shit. things you yeah. can do with a gun and an army guy and an open world yeah, right. Ubisoft game right. like it, it's the same thing guess what you're gonna fucking unveil the map <laughs> and there's shit to do on the map so yeah it's, it's a lot of that it's like walking around or like taking motorcycles and bikes and choppers and you know finding side quests getting gear there's a gear level now much like the division and um, it's really cool because like the PvP stuff, like when you go in there, like uh, I believe Destiny does, like it just completely takes that out of the equation. So everybody's on an even playing field. And um, what is what is dope though is like stuff that you unlock in the PvP stuff, you can bring back out to you in the single player world. So like it's it's a nice you know, and it's also like way more methodical in the sense that like you know you have to really plan your shots out call them out like you, you're not running around like gunning like running and gunning you're like really like you have to sometimes you have to go prone and like hold circle or square i forget what it is or triangle put I don't know, leaves but, on your shit yeah like rub mud on you and like really get like sink in does that work in pvp i don't know actually i didn't try it out in pvp everyone was just running around so it didn't <laughs> yeah. make, really make sense but i'm sure it might be in there i'm not sure that'd be kind of cool to see how that like you, if you actually like disappear off the map you know yeah like, yeah, yeah if you're spotted and you're just like yeah sprinkle some dust on you the the mode that i played was kind of cool because i think it was 4v4 or 5v5 one of the two and um the it came down to me and one other person like because once you kill them once you kill your teammates you can revive them but uh if you don't get to them sometimes it might it might make more sense to just like find the last person and i was the last person i was on a roof and the guy saw me and he was shooting at me so i, I like put myself in a really good position like much like a PUBG or like apex and um because a lot of these games really just come down to positioning. Absolutely. And uh, I won. I, I killed him when he was coming up the stairs. I was able to, like, I had the higher ground, too. So it was like, Anakin, come on, what are you doing, my guy? <laughs> uh, so I killed him, and I won, and it felt good. It felt like something that I could get into. Like I could see myself getting into with, like, friends if I had a regular, you know, um, rotation. Like, if we did it, like, once or twice a week. I did get a code that we'll be doing some light coverage on before I leave for Amsterdam. So I'll probably be streaming it this week sometime, I 
think Tuesday or Wednesday. Just a future plug for me and Heather will be checking it out. Nice. So stay tuned. Follow me on Twitter or whatever, or just follow the site. Uh, follow us on on Twitter and. Um, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Like surprisingly enough, I redeemed the code. Good. It felt good. I'm also going to try playing it on PC this time around. Nice. Um, that's, maybe that's try. Smart. Yeah, yeah, right. Because like just the, like inventory management, it'll just be way faster on a mouse and keyboard. Yeah, I'm so, probably going to skip this one. I don't know. Yeah. I, I just too many military shooters right now. But. Yeah. Also, like you poured a ton of time into the Division Two, right? Oh yeah. Like yeah. I still love that game. Yeah. And it's just like it's just like I don't know. I also want to clear up some space for Destiny. And like you know, maybe jump into that again. Yeah, like, I'm like I'm torn because I'm like, so jealous of Destiny players, man. I've always been. Yeah, me too. Like the, <laughs> the wild FOMO. And I like, like I've been with it for a while, and it's just every time they disappoint me. But really, yeah, because it's like it's made for the hardcore. Yeah, that's that's it's not thing. made for jumping in and out. You know. Yeah. Like you can keep up to it with it for a certain extent, but if you ain't got no friends, like me, I don't have friends. Yeah. I don't have friends. You're just my one friend. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, no, nah, so I don't know. Like, so that's the other thing too, is like, I want to play the new thing, but I haven't played any of the other expansions mm-hmm. or, the, and I've heard some of them are lackluster. Yeah, some I've never tried. done a raid, so I don't know what that's like. So, right. So like the, the only reason I'm keeping my Google state, Google Stadia pre-order is because it comes with all the shit and like, I don't have to buy it or whatever, but a part of me does want to check it out on PS4 and like, you know, maybe play it. Ripley. Sorry, I had to yell at my cat real quick. Um, part of me does want to play it, but I don't. I'll, I don't want to play. I don't want to pay for it, and I have to wait till November for my Stadia thing to come. And by that point, like you said, it's it's made for the hardcore. Everybody's gonna be everybody's like, gonna be gone, and who the fuck is gonna be playing on Stadia? Not a single person, but you. Nah, everybody's gonna. Why be. am I doing this? <laughs> but I could for the transfer. Culture. Yeah, it's for the culture. I could transfer my shit to PC, which is kind of where I want to play it. Yeah, you should be playing this on PC. If and. You have PC. Yeah, and then but you I'll, can do both, right? So it's like cloud yeah, save. So right, I think I can, can transfer my save. I don't know if I could like do both at the same time. I don't know. From what I hear, maybe I people are not. playing on both. Why do I have a Stadia pre-order? <laughs> anyway, moving on. Uh, <laughs> what else have I been playing? Oh, I played a game called Overland. Uh, oh, I was yeah, playing I it on PC. Yeah, it's on everything. It's on PS4, Xbox One. It's on Mac. It's on Windows, iOS, Switch. I'm playing it on PC. I could see this being a perfect mobile game, though. I think it was kind of designed in that sense. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think if you have an iPad, an iPhone, or a Switch, that, that might be the way to go, in my opinion. Um, but Overland, much like Into the Breach, actually, is a tactical uh, game that introduces a survival element into it. So you are uh, in control of one character who then can befriend more characters along the way as you road trip across America from the East Coast to the West Coast. And it's it's broken up into days, and, like, each section is broken up into, like, a large map. So you're, like, driving across. You start off on the East Coast, and you, I think you go, like, through the woods and then through, like, the, the Midlands or whatever. So um, each level is, like, a, I think it's a 9 by 9 grid or 10 by 10 grid, much like Into the Breach. I think Into the Breach was a little smaller. But it's, like, a 3D isometric view. Um, the characters are really simple-looking, much like something you'd, you'd have played, like, I think of, like... Um, uh god oh i was like what's that one firewatch firewatch okay yeah yeah like kind of like that sort of style where it's really simplistic but it's really effective and what you're doing is in each each day split up into a level you're basically trying to get to the exit you're, you're you can do that by either running out or you in in most cases it's more advantageous to have a car so as you're doing that in each level 
you've, you're trying to scavenge for items that you can use. So weapons, you're trying to find med kits, things like radios that, that you can use to turn on and use as a distraction to, to distract th- these monsters that come from under the ground, mm-hmm. much like into the breach. And um, so you're looking for like pipes, you know, sticks. You're also looking for gasoline, which is your main, the main thing you're looking for to, f- to fuel the car. And along the way, you're also like clearing, you know, um, little blockades. So you're pulling barricades. You're trying to like search through old cars. You're, you know, you're uh, siphoning gas from abandoned cars and like generators. So like, it's really, really fascinating. It's it's also incredibly punishing. Yeah. If, if you make one wrong decision, like in a level behind, like a level previous level, it'll come back to haunt you. Like if you if you decide not to pick up the med kit, you're like, fuck, I should have picked up the med kit. Or if you if you're like, nah, this character will be all right with, without a weapon. Yeah, that'll happen. Somebody will just fall in the trash. Um, <laughs> that was really well timed. I know. I don't know if our, re- if our listeners can hear that, but. Uh, yeah, no, it, it's really, really tough, but I, but I was actually having a really good time with it, and I, I would probably get it again on Switch. Uh, I was sent the code, so like, I mean, I would probably buy it on Switch yeah. in, in the future if you're if you're looking for something that's like into the breach, but a little bit more tough, tough with a survival element. Like this one's pretty cool. Like it's really, really fascinating, and it, it does some really cool things too. Like with um, with like turn-based stuff where you're like you can. Uh, like if let's say you're in the car and one character is out of like move out of turns you can pull up next to them and pull them into the car so you can like you know conserve your timing and stuff um but yeah really really cool game i would say check it out if you're curious about it if you if you're if you're already not into like into the breach or fire emblem or whatever like check it out i think it's really, really there's there's so many great tactical games especially for the switch out right now that it's tough like it's tough to compete absolutely but i think if you're like if you're if you want something that that's not fire emblem that's not into the breach that's not war groove it's just like very different it's very different yeah. i think it, it it has a it can make a case for itself and i think it shouldn't be overlooked basically is it like procedurally generated yeah that's the other thing too it's procedurally generated so every time you start over it's a whole new different like each map is different you're, the characters you get have different buffs different abilities like so sometimes they'll have like more endurance some of them will have like i don't know and they all have a like, little backstories that like Add a little bit of flavor to the characters, which is nice. Yeah. Um, really, really cool game. I, I really like it a lot. It reminds it's me of that game favorites. I talked about like years ago on here called Oregon Trail. Did oh, you see that? Yeah, yeah, I remember that one. Um, yeah, it was like very similar. It's like it's like Oregon Trail, but you like scavenging for running from zombies, scavenging yeah. shit. Yeah. Um, it's really yeah, cool. It's I, I like it a lot. I'd say, I'd say check it out. That's good. All right, what else we got? Um, a lot more shit. I, I didn't talk about this previously, but. I reviewed Sayonara Wild Hearts. It's on the hey. site. It's on the YouTube. I, it's like the third game I've reviewed now, and it's so up my alley. It's not even funny. Um, it's heard nothing but great things about it. Oh, it's so good. It's also, if you have an iPhone, it's on iOS, which is pretty cool if you have Apple Arcade. Um, but it's, uh, yeah, I, I talk about it in my review. I would say definitely go check out my review. I worked really hard on it. Go watch the YouTube video a million times so I can, you know, prove to the higher-ups that I could do more of this stuff. Um, but it's really, really good. It's basically an interactive pop album. Um, it has, I forget how many album, I forget how many tracks it has. I want to say 28 or something like that. But it's a really short game. You can probably beat it in an hour. But there's like incentive to go back and replay replay levels the same way you would replay a game like Res to get higher scores and gotcha. stuff. It reminds me a lot of Res, but except with like a bubble pop or, yeah, um, soundtrack. Music is incredible. The, what the game is, the, the message it has is like so hopeful and like beautiful and heartwarming and wholesome and like the things you the things it makes you do is really are really incredible like the way it manages to really um 
experiment with a simple movement and one input is so cool it, it kept surprising me in different ways and like it's such a trip so such a such a such a cool game i highly recommend it uh i've also been preparing for a season three of apex legends which comes out this week yeah which i'll probably be streaming on tuesday when it launches so stay tuned to the kotaku page. is this the uh first asian character i think so yeah yeah, he's of Korean descent. Yeah, he's like swaggy. He got the little yeah. He's like hands yeah. in his pockets and shit. Yeah, it's really really cool. I'm looking forward to like checking out that character. But yeah. in the meantime, I forgot I had like a season pass or battle pass or whatever. So I'm trying to like grind as much as possible get to get shit. some cool yeah. stuff. Also, just trying to like you know warm up my muscles a bit. And I, I played it uh, on Friday before I left the office. Played it for a little bit and I got second place. And this my second game, I got fourth place. So I'm still pretty good. Yeah, still pretty decent. That game is good. Such a good game. Um, I've also uh, signed up for the like shittier version of Apple Arcade on Android, which is called like I don't even know what it's called. Let me <laughs> let me look this up real quick. But it's it's basically like that same. Oh, it's called Play Pass. Like, it gives you a ton of games and like even apps to use, like like premium like yeah like weather apps and note apps and shit like that. But it's mainly for games. And as a result, I downloaded Stardew Valley again because that's a game I've always wanted to get back into. I just like have a hard time booting up my Switch and playing that game when I have other games like Untitled Goose Game or Final Fantasy VIII on there. Like, it's a game that like I feel is perfect for your phone, for my phone at least, because like when I'm if I'm on the train and it's packed, I don't want to have to like pull out my Switch. I can just play it on my phone. That being said, still not a fan of touchscreen games on my phone. And it has a mode where you can like tap things and move around, and it's it's very like. It's very, I will say, um, it's very friendly to <clears throat> customization. So you can change up the controls, which I've done. I've I've opted for the more traditional, like, um, virtual joystick and, like, two buttons. But even then, I'll miss a button, and that'll result in me, like, you know... Planting something. Planting something that I didn't want yeah. to. I'm like, fuck! So I could see myself, like, maybe reverting back to that other touchscreen, like, simple version. But, like... Even then, I don't love having to tap to where I want to walk to. And Can you use like a Bluetooth um, controller? Probably, but then like I talked about it before we started recording, but like maybe getting one of those little things that can hold the controller. But that's like, what's the then point? Like, of, what's the point? Yeah, 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 I might as well just play it on my Switch. True. So I'm considering getting back into it on my Switch as a result. But finally, last game I played, I think it's the last one on my list that I, that I didn't talk you missed about. Missed one. Oh, I did. Session. Oh, session. Oh yeah, I didn't talk about session. I think last last time, but. We play. It's an early access now. We played it. I played it with Heather. I streamed it. It's, it's like kind of trying to replicate what Skate did. It's definitely going for that market, but it has such a bizarre control scheme that after a while, kind of works. Yeah. Um. But it's man. It's like trying to control a fucking mech with a Dual Shock or but something. I, I also think it's like this is like the evolution of the Skate game. Yeah. You know, skating games where. Yeah, I remember when Skate came out, the controls felt weird, too. And yeah, it was like, yeah, yeah. oh, shit, I got to use the joystick, which felt natural. Right. But, like, you know, we came from the, you know, Tony Hawk era. Yeah. See, but, like, I think the only Achilles heel I can... And I'm sure people who fuck with Session... Achilles heel flip. <laughs> That's pretty good. I'll give you that one. <laughs> the only thing... I, the only Achilles heel I can see being for this, for this game is, like... Um, I did have, and again, the people who fuck with this game are going to master it, yeah. and they're going to be so nice with it. But for the everyday person, it's not. like me, yeah. um, trying to like precisely position yourself as you're like barreling towards a, a you know, a, a rail, a guardrail, is like hard to do because you're using the triggers to like tilt left and right, which is kind of how you skate, right? You don't necessarily like 
push. Yeah. You know what I mean? You don't move forward. It's with just the upper like body. micro movements. Yeah, yeah, it's micro movements, which kind of makes more sense in like if you've skated before. Like you know, if like oh shit, I got to turn left soon. I got to like lean on my left a little bit more, and like also with my right foot, sort of like lean back on my right foot. So like on my heel. So it makes sense in that way, but like as a controller based thing, it feels a little more. It feels clunkier and. But it did have like fucking hilarious. Oh my god! I watched a little bit of the <laughs> yeah. stream and I was cracking up. Yeah, the it, ragdoll is just great. Unbelievable! Like <laughs> I like nailed the grind and then I landed it and then I jumped and my dude just like fucking <laughs> flailed down. I was like, "What the hell?" I was like, "I was totally fine. There was nothing. There was no reason for me to do that." So it's kind of silly and fun. I don't know. Yeah. If, I don't know if you'd want to pay for that, but like maybe I could see the potential for it. I could see it becoming like a cult classic or something that people are like, yo, Session was you know underrated or whatever. But I don't know. Maybe not for me. And this is on PC? Yeah, I played it on PC. Gotcha. And then the last game I played uh, that just came out recently was Mario Kart World Tour, which is on Android and iOS. And um, it taps into a thing that I love, but it's coded in systems that i despise okay that are designed to like it's a free-to-play game yeah and as a result quote unquote yeah right and as a result it's like drenched like it's like a fucking (laughs) it's they just fucking put your the whole fist in the fucking bucket of like sauce and it's like every other like there's a mode that's like locked behind a paywall you can't even pay you can't even play 200 cc without paying trash trash there's like so many little like there's like bonus like you, you logged in bonus ooh or like you know you almost you have a different currency to unlock this thing and it's like so many little microtransaction like money grab scenarios that are like so gross to me especially like I don't even have iOS but even some of my colleagues have been saying like it feels like I think Fahey wrote about it shout out to Fahey he wrote about how it feels gross in like a post Apple Arcade world where like even you know the shitty as Google Play whatever it's called is yeah. um even that feels like a nice value where you're like, oh, cool. Like these are because the games themselves are designed. They aren't designed that way. Stardew right. Valley is not like, oh, you got a login bonus yeah, or like right, use this currency to buy more crops or whatever. It's like, no, fucking play the game. Like this is the whole game. So I also didn't love the control scheme. It makes you choose between one one to two versions of it, which is which basically amounts to just like swiping to turn. Um, but it says like for the more experienced players, which I think i am I, I love mario kart especially mario kart 8 deluxe um there was one that had the option to drift so i was like oh yeah like drifting is like crucial in mario kart um and but it still feels weird like for like mm. little minute turns you're like drifting for everything it just like it felt wrong yeah um but it's very forgiving like even if there are some car, there are some tracks on the in the game that like are directly pulled from eight that like there are moments where you're like, oh, I should have veered off into the grass there or I should have like hit that wall. But the game's just like, no, no, keep going. So it's very like, it's a very light version of the game. Yeah. It's um, like, just get it kind of right. Yeah, yeah. Just get the Let feel. Me, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So it's... Who is this for? I don't know. I honestly don't know. Because like you said, like the post, uh, sorry, post um, Apple Arcade world where... This is like the answer to the free to play games. It's like I much rather play for a, pay for a subscription and not have to deal with weird six different currencies yeah. for a game that I like. Right. You know, like just let me unlock it how I would by playing. You know. Right. And and it, by nature of it being like a, a free to play mobile game, it requires like a 
con- persistent online connection, which again uh-huh. I don't have on right. the trains, which is why I'd rather play something. I, I got like I downloaded Reigns, a game that I'd never played before that mm-hmm. I'm like I've heard nothing but great things about. I started playing it today on the train, even before I even like on the train home. I started playing some Stardew Valley um, from running errands, and I was like, oh, this is cool. I don't have to worry about like being kicked off from Gundam right. because I'm like shit. I don't have. I I went under a tunnel. It seems like this is gonna be the end of this stuff. Yeah, I I, I think they yeah. these free-to-play services um, should hitch their wagons to, you know, the Google Play Store or whatever they call that and Apple Arcade. Yeah. Because, I mean, you're going to get your money that way. Yeah. At least. Yeah, and I feel like, I don't know. I feel bad because, like, some of my friends, they they play, like, Fate Go and stuff like that. I can't do it, man. And they spend money bro. i can't do it money i can't do it on like a on like we were talking before about like ui and and, and you know interfacing like i i can't do it from like a pure i tried to get into um dragalia lost oh yeah that's another one it's and like, like such a cool fucking it's so concept. cute yeah. and it's so great it's exactly what i want a game i can play with one hand that i can walk you know like yeah. swipe to hit or whatever and like move like a, with you know i can play with my hand holding a bar or whatever mm-hmm. right but like the amount of shit on screen that's like currency and like weapons and upgrades and like daily bonus login and like oh did you see the new update the news and I'm like yo this is too much bro yeah like I I, I really like the card game uh, Teppin but yeah. I can't play it all the time right like you know from stop to stop and that's mainly when I'm on my phone 100% I don't use my phone when I'm just walking or anything or like just sitting down like I don't when I'm home I don't play shit on my phone no no I have a switch I have my playstation I have my xbox and I would much rather have some buttons. Absolutely, in my head. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's like it's just weird that you know these things are still holding on, especially fucking Mario Kart. It's so weird. It's so weird. It, it's so weird because like Nintendo, in so many ways, they're always like this is like the first time. I mean, like Super Mario Run, Run and like yeah. even like Doctor. They recently came out with like Doctor Mario and all these games. Like they're finally opening their games up for mobile, but they're like they're late again okay, yeah. like they're late like they, yeah, they yeah, had yeah. this would have been cool five years ago absolutely but now it's like no nah, we're off you would have got me yeah you would have yeah, got right, me yeah. like if you would have put this in my hand five years ago right. i would have put money into this game absolutely but now i'm like no I'm, i refuse right. i refuse to do that shit so yeah um it's unfortunate it's but interesting yeah man all right so jumping into the news for this week uh a bunch of stuff happened at least this week that we're only going to talk about because there's so much that happened in the yeah. last two weeks that we can't cover it all sure. but one of the larger stories especially coming out of the playstation state of play event was last <clears> of us <throat> part two finally got a date a, a release date that is and it's coming out on february 21st 2020 um it came it, it, it came with a really really um lengthy trailer did you get a chance to watch the trailer i did it i'm in yeah i mean like Again, if I think that if you like uh, The Last of Us, you're gonna you gotta play this, right? Yeah, like yeah, you yeah. have to. <laughs> yeah, it's like, it's like the it's like the Matrix thing for me. It's like I wish I, in my heart of hearts, it's gonna sound maybe it might sound blasphemous. No, I almost wish this game didn't exist. Absolutely, because the first one ended in such a nice, beautiful way, open kind of thing. Like, yeah, oh, I think about those characters. I wonder what they're up to. Right, and if you haven't played by now The Last of Us One, and you've seen The Last of Us Two trailer. <coughs> It kind of like, um, it, what's the word I'm looking for? It it makes those things that happened in the first game less impactful. Absolutely. Because you're like, oh, okay, I, I guess. Or even the expansion, too. Yeah, even the expansion. I thought the expansion was a nice little like prequel yeah. thing that was cool. But, yeah, I don't know. I'm like, I, I mean, so that all that to say, like, despite all that, I'm going to treat this the same way I might have treated something like The Matrix, where, like, a part of my brain is, like, 
it's like a partition, like a hard drive. Yeah. Where a part of my brain, like, did not like is it living in denial where like revolutions and reloaded, reloaded never happened, but another part of my brain can sort of also appreciate, va- appreciate yeah. it and value those movies for what they are because I thought they were pretty good still. Yeah, absolutely. still a defender. Um, so yeah, I mean that's kind of what I'm doing with The Last of Us. It's like literally part one is like part over here and this part of my brain. Yeah, I, I remember I came to this, I I played this game when we started the podcast. Like, yeah, so that was like 2015, 2016. So I came super late to yeah. the game. Like it had everybody had been played it on two different consoles already. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. So I struggled with the game, but I did like the story aspects. I like the characters. I like what the world was trying to say and all yeah. that stuff. So. Um, I am excited to see this new game with like modern controls and like you know not so clunky and yeah. you know like I'm I'm excited to see what they have to say. Um, I know a lot of people are like kind of struggling with the the arc of the character, main character, and their their motivations this time around. Sure, um, I could see that, but yeah. um, again, I'm 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 gonna play it. I'm yeah, not gonna too. lie. Like I'm gonna play it. I'm <laughs> extremely curious to play it. Yeah, I, I'm. I'm also like, and I think I also have a little bit more of a critical eye now. So yeah, that too. Yeah, yeah. same. Back in the day when I, I mean when I played this in 2013 or something, I forgot when I played right. the, the first, on PS3. Uh, that shit made my PS3 sing. By the way, too. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, that shit was about to blow up. <laughs> I guess I had the foreman grow one too. Um, yeah, and I played it again on PS4 when it, when the remaster came yeah. out. But yeah, I'm curious now to play it again in a world where like I have a PS4 Pro and I have a 4K TV and like again, like you said too, right? It's this is six years later for me personally as a human. I've, mm-hmm. I've evolved and I've grown and like I want to see where things might hit in, in the past where things didn't hit, like right. especially with like in relation to Joel or whatever, or it's, and Ellie too in some ways. I am, I am very nervous about how they might handle things especially in relation to some of like the queer characters yeah yeah, yeah exactly yeah so you're like oh come on like don't, don't do that right don't do but that. i'm gonna i'm gonna stay i'm gonna you know be skeptical but also just be kind of open about it but right. um I'm, I'm, I'm kind of excited you know yeah and then, so then another thing that like a little like story that a follow-up story they also announced that um there won't be any multiplayer which like kind of you know upset a lot of fans of the multiplayer for, for the last of us part one which I thought was really, really good, by the way. Um, but they had to release a statement that said, like, hey, you got to understand, like, we're working really hard on this game, like, the actual single-player component. And, you know, we're not saying never. Like, there might be something else in the future that might come from but us. we are but... not trying to have some fucking labor fucking... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know? Like, yeah, we're I... already probably... Yeah. Working mad hard Working super shit. hard, so... Yeah, have you seen any of the trailers? You're like, how is this a game? It looks like real life, bro. <laughs> it's, it's also, like, disturbing. That's the other thing, too, is, like, there was also some stories that came out about, you know, the, the what Naughty Dog is trying to say about violence. And, like, in the... Um, like, you, you said, you alluded to a little bit about, like, motivations and stuff and, like, uh, what the game may be trying to communicate about violence. And, like, I saw... I don't know if you saw, like, the little featurette trailer that they... Like, they kind of had a, a video come out of, like... Uh, a really brief look at the demo that they showed to journalists this past week and obviously it wasn't as long because the, the demo itself was like three hours or whatever um but there were there was like one thing that really stuck out to me where um i forget one of the developers said like oh yeah this time around npcs will like if you kill a guard or whatever or somebody on patrol and then someone finds their body they'll be like oh you killed like they killed tom like he's dead so like the the weight of the impact is like much heavier and um, even, like, some of the stuff in the trailer from the original showing, like, a couple of E3s ago, 
there was some stuff in there that I thought was like really brutal. disturbing. Yeah. yeah, super brutal. brutal like stuff. like the the woman holding her neck after she was stabbed. Like there are things in there that are like really hard to watch and you know, it's it's I don't know. I I could be wrong. The same way that I'm you know, we're talking about another trailer that in a little bit, but like I'm very curious to say like in the you know, in a in the the world we live in now, like what is it saying about uh you know, violence and stuff when it also has to wrangle skill trees and like mm-hmm. weapon upgrades yeah. and you're like oh cool i got a fucking crossbow that can right. shoot even faster and kill like, two people with two arrows yeah, <laughs> yeah it's yeah. like all right so you're like oh shit okay like and i'm i don't know I, we'll see I'm, I'm again i'm i'm skeptical but like we'll see uh, i also like you know i want to see what the story has to tell about living in that kind of world and that space and that mental head space and um yeah it, i don't know i'm i'm very much looking forward to it for a lot of reasons yeah. so yeah um Cool. Our next story, uh, again, an, another related story, uh, out of the state of, state of play uh, event. The other things we got out of that were more Modern Warfare news. We got a single-player trailer, finally, which I thought looked pretty fucking cool. I was like, wow. <laughs> yeah, Look yeah. At this. Despite, you know, some of the, the weird staticky stuff that came out of E3, um, I, I think this looks like a pretty solid, like, and I mean this with the utmost respect, it looks like a really solid, like, action flick like it, I'm, it's not going to be like the hurt locker or some shit you know no, but like, it's, it's going to be what's the one where they had like had to like fucking fight down the mountain yeah that's what i thought you of know what I'm yeah saying? yeah um the one that was on netflix yeah yeah that's what i thought of yeah what is that called oh, fuck i forgot ben affleck's isn't it yeah and uh <laughs> affleck's yeah ben affleck's and oscar isaac's Isaac, oscar isaac's <laughs> yeah it reminded me Pedro of that because like that also had like a pretty interesting commentary on like you know uh military like militarism and like colonialism and, and like how we treat veterans and yeah yeah all that stuff desperation all that stuff like i think that's more like like i i like watching that shit i'm not gonna lie like i like watching that shit but again it's like it's hard to watch that shit yeah <laughs> at the same time actually thinking about it now i might be changing my mind this this kind of reminds me more of something like um i don't know like a born identity or something ah, okay. where, where it's like it's you we're know, around we're globe trotting yeah we're globe trotting but we also know that like what is it called? Like fucking whatever stone, redstone. I forgot yeah. what it's fucking called. Treadstone. Treadstone. Yeah. I was close. I was missing that a letter. Uh, you know, like we know, we, we kind of have an idea that like treadstone may exist, but this is a thing where it's fake. It doesn't exist. So like in this game, it's like, yeah, these like invading armies, they don't exist. There's a fictional name for them. There's a fictional head boss or whatever, you know, evil yeah. guy. So like we're it, gonna substitute Kandahar for something else, right? Right. Know, so like, they can take some liberties and like, and yeah. then like you know, some of their developers would like be like, yeah, it's not political though, and you're like, yeah. all right, bro, whatever, dog, whatever. Okay, cool, cool. What cool, are you cool, trying cool. to say? Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, it looks it looks cool. It, it looks, looks cool. cool. It, it looks, looks it looks like it looks like like again, like I said, an action movie that I can enjoy. That I you know, I'm still gonna critical of i'm still gonna like pick apart as we should be man that's what i'm gonna do, that's yeah, what I do. You, you can enjoy shit and also pick the you know be cr- critical about stuff 100 percent. 100 percent. yeah yeah so but the trailer looked really good in terms of like the the performance capture and like the way like certain shots were like set up Th- this reminds me and this makes me really hopeful because it reminds me of a previous call of duty that was not made by infinity ward i believe it was made by sledgehammer um Advanced Warfare. That was with Jon Snow? No, this one was with, um, 
actually Troy Baker. Okay. And uh, oddly enough, Kevin Spacey didn't age well. <laughs> oh yeah. Um, but I, at the time, I liked that one because it, it it felt like a again an action movie where you know Kevin Spacey's character is this evil bad guy. Well, spoiler alert, he's an evil bad guy, and like you got to take him down. And it's like a very isolated bubble where it doesn't have to like you Be, know you can still critique yeah. it, but it's like hey, it's an action movie, whatever. So it kind of reminds me of that a little bit. Just, not in that, like, fucking Afghanistan shooting people. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but, I, I don't know, maybe that's what we are. Hopefully not. But. So, yeah, I'm really curious about it. But one thing, one of the stories that came out that was pretty interesting was that Modern Warfare Spec Ops Survival Mode is going to be a PS4 exclusive for a year. It's so interesting that they did this because, you know, they've been bigging up crossplay for a while. Does that split your fan base? Yeah, that's Does true. that make people strictly go to yeah well from what they say is like um a part of it will be right it's like it's a it's a specific mode in in spec ops, spec ops yeah. which is like that's yeah. kind of a bummer though right? it's kind of a bummer yeah but but i could also like i get it but i get it too from the sense of like i'm pretty sure this was an activision decision um because it like it seems like something like they would have made with like Sony, you know, yeah. like in a boardroom somewhere, like all right, we'll we'll give you this for that or whatever. Yeah. Um, but it is a little bit of a bummer. I could see, like, I don't think it's a enough of a bummer to be like, well, I'm not gonna buy this game. Yeah, but like, it's like it's one of those things. Like, yeah, well, I want to, I wanted to get this game for Xbox. Yeah. Right. So like, I I can only play but certain things with my friends. Well, not certain things, but just this mode. You this know? mode, like, yeah. yeah. Yeah, you gotta wait till October of next year. Of next year, that sucks. And then by then, it's like, oh, they, we already played that. Oh, but it happened with like Destiny again, another Activision thing yeah. at the time, at least. Right. Uh, not anymore. But yeah, weird, man. It's kind of weird. A weird decision, but weird decision. we'll see. Yeah, we'll see how it works out. Um, a couple more stories. This one is probably my favorite of, of the week. Um, there were more secrets uncovered in PT. Jesus Christ! That same guy who I'm going to shout out. Excuse me, I had to burp real quick off mic. Um, his name is Lance McDonald. He has, he's got a YouTube page, which I recommend checking out, especially the seven-minute video that he, he just posted. But there were, like, more details that he was able to, like, hack into the game and, like, notice, one of which one of which um, people have never seen. Like, it, it wasn't meant for it to be seen, but he still found a thing. Yeah. Like, this game has so much mystery in it that, like, it makes me more and more sad that, like, we'll never get this because even this sliver of a demo had so much life life in it. For can so you, long. It's been years now. Can you imagine, like, a 15-hour experience where, like, people are picking it apart for decades? Like, people are still finding shit in Silent Hill 2, like, in the code. So, Man. like, one of the things he found where there's this thing where you can sort of um, let... The game does a really interesting and clever thing where, like, there's a moment where you turn the first corner, like, the first time around, and you see Lisa, the ghost, standing there, and the light flickers off, and then she, like, when you walk through that area much later, or, like, shortly after, she's gone. So the game does a really cool thing where he also references it, like, to a, a picture on the wall that later on becomes... A, like the, it gets knocked off on the wall and it's on the floor but what the game does cleverly is like it shows you at first and then it just turns it off it makes it invisible basically and same thing with the picture frame it makes the one on the wall invisible and it makes the one on the floor visible right so he was able to dis- to disable that like trigger so um he was able to make like two leases appear so you see her like she's still standing there and he's like able to walk up close to her and like look at her face like turn around like look at her like body i gotta look at this super creepy 
And then another thing he he mentions at the start of the demo, when you're like waking up or whatever, you see the door sort of slightly open. I never noticed this, but Lisa's there looking at you through the crack in the door. And he disabled again the, the trigger that like makes her disappear. So when you first start off, you're in the doorway, you turn around and she's like like at the doorway looking like in the direction through the door. Super creepy. And then the last thing that I think is the most disturbing thing. This shit is fucked up. It's also like pretty violent. For whatever reason, and you never see this in the game, when in the actual playthrough of the demo, um, they included a headless body, pres- presumably of Lisa, in the tub, like filled up, filled up with water. And he disables the trigger, he walks into the bathroom, and she's there, headless, in the tub with water. And like, no one, I mean, you can kind of, if you've played the demo, you can kind of make a uh, guess as to like what it is and like where is it where it fits in relation to like the actual like story of the demo mm-hmm. but I'm hoping there's a way for him to like continue getting data mining this and yeah that. like digging stuff out of here I love this stuff it is so fascinating because it's also it's like damn I wonder what um, the you know people making this game were thinking like how many decisions had to be made to be like alright well just scrub that yeah you know yeah because like, code never goes away because, like, if you they, if they actually, like, took the code out, it would probably destroy the whole game. Yeah, 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 it would. <laughs> and, like, and they had to, like, put it, like, you know, in relation to, like, E3 and yeah. stuff. And it makes me just, it just makes me so sad that, like, there's a universe out there where PT still exists and, or Silent Hills. Silent Hills. Yeah. yeah. And, like, oh, God. Can you imagine what they could have done with, like, a, a full story? Silent Hills is the scariest game in my head. It's the scariest game ever. To exist. To, to never exist. Yeah, to yeah. never exist. Or exist somewhere in parallel universe. It's just like the perfect amount of like, I don't know, Death Stranding is one thing. Like Death Stranding is weird and, and it's going to be genre bending and shit like that. But like there, a part of me would have loved to have seen a collaboration with Hideo Kojima and Guillermo del Toro. Norman to, Reedus. Yeah, Norman Reedus. A bag. A bag in like Lisa, like Lisa. everything, like seeing how, how like twisted Hideo could be without having to like justify shit. Do we know what PT stands for or no? Playable teaser oh, or playable that trailer? Was trailer? Or okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, or Paul Tamayo. Ooh, were you part of this? Damn, no comment. Money bags over no here. No comment. Um, there was also a Microsoft uh, Inside Xbox that happened this past week and. There was, some, there was some news that came out of it. So there's some new games coming to Xbox Game Pass for those of us who are subscribed, which I am I one am of. Too. I don't use that damn thing, though. But I use it all the time. It's great. It's a really great service. I highly recommend it. Um, so Jump Force, Bloodstained, Ritual of the Night, Lego Worlds are being added on PC, City Skylines. Ooh, shit. I didn't realize that. I might actually jump into that. She's great. Uh, Saints Row 4, Bad North. Oh, Bad North is... I gotta check that game out. And Dirt Rally it's, 2.0. It's out already. Yeah, but like on Game Pass. Oh, on Game Pass? Maybe for, PC, maybe for PC. PC, okay, yeah, yeah. gotcha, gotcha. Um, and then they also released more info on Project X Cloud, the service that will let people play um, Xbox console games on phones, tablets, etc., via streaming. Um, but there's going to be a public preview beginning in October, so literally beginning this month. Um, if you're in the US or the UK or Korea, you can apply, I think, now. So maybe check that out if you want. Um, but I think it's Android only, I think, for now. So. Um, yeah, keep that in mind. Uh, what else? Atlas. There's a pirate MMO coming out. Um, Excited for that. Some pretty cool updates to, I think, Daisy. I believe. Um, what else we got? Um, yeah, that's pretty much about it. I mean, the the usual suspects. 
like other games you already know about are were, were also sort of announced or shown off at least. And there was also our final story, a PlayStation State of Play event, which had some things that I like really was extremely curious about. One of which was um, again the Last of Us Two trailer. Um, Civ Six is also coming to PS4. Um, there's a demo for Medi- Medieval. If you want to check remember that out, that? yeah, remember that game. Jesus Christ! Kids, ask your parents about Medieval. Um, a limited death, a limited edition Death Stranding PS4 Pro bundles coming November eighth. Uh, if you're into that kind of thing, you getting that controller? Actually, maybe it's nice. You saw somebody like put the Photoshop like the baby inside of the controller. <laughs> It looks inside pretty the touch cool. Bar, yeah. <laughs> no, it's like inside one of the like the handles. Like, oh, uh, oh, that's actually kind of. It cool. looked pretty cool. I thought it was real at first, and I was like, "Hold on, let me click." That's creepy. <laughs> yeah. um, this the, this story is the one that I'm like really really contri- uh, intrigued by. Enhanced Games' new or and uh, the limited, I want to say, are making an intriguing looking game called Humanity coming 2020. So the uh, the team behind Tetris Effect, my favorite game of last year. Um, they're making a new game called Humanity that looks really bugged out. It's like, it, if you haven't seen the trailer, I would say go check it out. But it looks like um, like hundreds, maybe thousands of like human beings on screen at once, and they're clashing. They're like running together. It looks really colorful and weird, and the kind of thing that I love to to play and experience. Um, another really cool game from the from the um, creator of uh, Katamari Damashi, Keita Takahashi, called um, Watam or Watam. It's coming in December, and that looks really, really cool and adorable, and I, I'm pretty sure I'm going to love it. Um, you should follow those guys on on, uh, on Twitter. Twitter. Oh, yeah. Sure. Yeah, because they're always updating that. Watch them. Oh, word, word. Okay, I'm going to do that. Um, what else? We got Arise, a simple story. It's a charming cartoon action-adventure game coming soon to, to PS4. L.A. Noir VR case files is on PS4, I believe. I think it's already out. Uh, and a bunch of other stuff that we already kind of know of, um, including, like, you know, actually... October's one of October's free games for PlayStation Plus is going to be The Last of Us. So if you don't have that, go check it that. out, man. Yeah, check it out. Um, did you, uh, this is like a side note, but did you see the Medal of Honor stuff? Oh, I forgot about that. Yeah, thank you for reminding me about yeah. that. That looks kind of cool. I'm excited. I, I definitely want to play that. Yo, on man, VR, man, come through, man. <laughs> We're gonna play that shit. I'm playing that shit from start to Yo, finish. Yeah, I definitely want to like check yeah. that out. It looks so interesting. I've never been more happy. Oh, that's I totally forgot about all this VR news. But like, I guess we'll talk about it off the cuff. But yeah, yeah that's one thing that I forgot to mention. So yeah, um, I, I believe it's um, Respawn. They're okay. making a Medal of Honor VR game exclusive to Oculus, right. which I was like, yes, I did like <laughs> got one. Tiger Woods. Yeah, I was like, got exclusive, baby. <laughs> Um, as someone who just bought a fucking Rift S when I should have bought right. a fucking Rift uh, what's the other one? Oh, the, uh, yeah I forgot what it's called uh, I almost said Odyssey not Odyssey it's something like that Quest it's Quest yeah yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah they're making a Medal of Honor they're like reviving the Medal of Honor franchise because at this point it was like Battlefield and Call of Duty they kind of got the they, they, they have that space but Medal of Honor is a game that I, I love I mean there there's a couple of Medal of Honor games that I loved growing up playing that they were like very specific World War II very much Steven Spielberg inspired and even collaborated with games that like had a very like um, what's the word I'm looking for like regal sort of presentation where like it sounded like um, Saving Private Ryan it felt like it in some ways it, it took its source matter like really seriously did, yeah. and um this game, even though it's in VR, like it, it sort of has that same feeling to it in terms of the presentation because they, they mentioned like, oh yeah, we interviewed some veterans and like, 
you know, we're, we're, we're trying to like teach you about World War II. And then they're like, but you can cast grenades. You can <laughs> yeah. throw them back at them. Bitch. Yeah, you can and pull I'm, it out with your teeth. <laughs> yeah, like, like what? what? So it's a little, it's still, I mean, video games, right? It's still going to be a little silly. But yeah, I'm pretty excited about this. And then doing this new stuff with the quest that's really cool where yeah. you can just use your hands. Yeah, hand tracking. Oh. So what? You, you can like, yeah, yeah, it has like full articulation of your fingers and you can like, you know, do things. You don't need any, it's all the sensors are right there in the, the helmet or yeah. the face mask, whatever they call it. What, what gets me though, what, what freaking grinds my gears <laughs> is that, uh, so first of all, if you have an Oculus Quest, congratulations. Yeah, right. You now basically have an Oculus Rift that's better Yeah. because the Oculus Quest, not only is it wireless by default, it doesn't require a PC, um, it also has a sharper screen resolution inside of it also has a better screen has an oled screen as opposed to the rift s which has an lcd i believe um so yeah so what they announced this week at oculus connect which is like their yearly conference or whatever for vr shit is uh the ability to it's called oculus link i believe it they're they're selling their own proprietary like usb-c cable but you could probably they said you could use whatever usb-c cable you want as long as it's long enough but you plug it into your computer and it's basically the Oculus Rift S or the Oculus Rift. And you can use your Quest if you've bought one already, which is, by the way, the same price as a Rift S. I'm so mad at myself. Um, <laughs> they should give me some credit or some shit. Yeah, word. Yo, if you, Oculus or Facebook, if you're listening to this, first of all, I hate Facebook. But Oculus people, yeah, give me some credit or something. Come on. Um, you can use it as a, as, a, as a VR headset now, which is really cool. <sighs> it's crazy. So cool. So, I mean, yeah. I also, how do you feel about AR headsets? I don't know. I haven't tried. I haven't tried them yet, but I feel like I could see that becoming something really cool, like twenty years from now. Yeah, I watched something recently. I was like, "Damn, I want one." They, they're like, this lady's been making this thing for years now, but she made her own headset and she made a mat to go along with it. It's based on like board games and stuff, and it's like super modular where you can like extend it, and it's like you can go on indefinitely, like playing like. D and D and just like any any type of tabletop game that you can think of, but the technology is incredible though. Yeah, that's and it can, it, you cool. can like pick up things and like focus on them, and then also focus on the things that are on the table still. It's just it's really interesting, like how that technology works. I I, I saw it on tested. I was like, I'm too dumb to oh, understand. Yeah, to yeah. understand everything. But uh, what's happening to you? Oh, it's just like a weird antivirus thing that's okay, like, gotcha. hey, we scanned your computer. I'm like, thanks, bro. It's like Norton antivirus. <laughs> yeah, really. It's McAfee, whatever the fuck it is. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I'm excited for the future of AR. It, but like, even like VR stuff, as much as I love my Rift S, um, I'm still like, man, I'm going to look back at like in 10 years from now, I'm going to look back at like me wearing this giant ass thing on my head, like sweating with like headphones that's, on. That's the hope. That's the hope. That's the hope. Like to be able to be like, just, I mean, the Quest comes so close. The yeah. Quest is like a thing that's super lightweight with a really great screen, and you buy it for like 400 bucks. You don't need a PC. You don't need anything. You can play Beat Saber. You can play a ton of games on it, and you can experience like, you know, a ton of different types of content in VR. I have officially become a believer of VR, like myself. Like, I mean, I always have been, but like now I'm like an, like an evangelist. Um, but AR is like, because it's, and that's why I bring up the 10-year comparison thing where I'm looking back laughing at myself in 10 years because I can see myself in 10 years laughing at myself being like, oh my God, Pokemon Go! Using a phone, like, losing yeah. a phone. Like, I can see my, like, if I ever have kids, they're going to be like, you freaking old wash. Like, <laughs> you, you guys were, use the phone? You have to, to hold it. You had to hold it? Ugh. You just put it in your contacts? 
You didn't have fucking contact lenses? <laughs> yeah, so, I mean, I'm, I'm hopeful for the future, but, yeah, where I'm at right now, I'm, like, with my Rift S, with Lone Echo, and, and I, I still have Moss and a bunch of other games, like, super hot on, like, on the queue that I haven't gotten around to yet. I'm really, really excited about it. And, like, I played... Rift was shit, man. Yo, I had to play it one time at, at your homeboy's house, and it was Oh, yeah, like, yeah. That shit changed my life man yeah i was like a hater for a long time even when i played it i played it last night because like uh my girlfriend she had like plans with her friends and i was like yes free house free house (laughs) baby so all i did was play video games all day and one of the things i did was i played uh lone echo for like a couple of hours and when i put my headset on it was daytime (laughs) and like and then i know i did like i heard like a couple i heard like rip my cat ripley i heard like doing shit in the background and you can like look through like the bridge of your nose because it has a little gap there for you to be able to be like oh shit there's a wall there or something um and i looked down and i couldn't see anything i was like oh shit it's dark (laughs) and then like and then my rift was like hey we need a little light you know we could if you turn the light on or whatever and i took the headset on it was like (laughs) (laughs) i was sitting in here in pitch black like if anyone looked in the window they must have thought i was some fucking weirdo oh my god um and it was just pitch black in here like oh shit let me take a break i got some water i'm gonna put the lights on like live like a human being for a bit i can't wait till that ready player one future man it's here man i just want to be in my room all day if it was up to me i'd be go to work in my headset vr chat all day and i'd be playing games in vr why can't we do our work through vr i don't understand most of our shit is done on computers anyway that's the future man like the the next step for like youtube whatever the next youtube is gonna be it's gonna be like yo like what are you doing friday let's go to like let's go to the show on friday on mars with like <laughs> yeah you right. know with optimus prime and, and anderson pack <laughs> <laughs> it's just like oh, oh shit like, all okay, right cool. let's, let's go do it um, all right, cool. Before we jump into the second half of the show, and take a quick break also because we got a sponsor finally again. Ooh. So, yeah. Jumping into questions for the week, if you have any questions for us, please feel free to send an email to us directly at questions at the-optional.com or drop them into our Discord and we'll answer them on the show. Or if you're brave enough, step into our questions chamber using the Anchor app on your phone. Uh, Chase writes in, also, by the way, shout out to Chase. Yeah, shout out to Chase, man. Doing his thing at the uh, the the finals, the Overwatch finals. What a legend! Good luck. Yeah, seriously, we admire you. Thank you for uh, repping the brand. Uh, Chase writes in with Apex Legends' third season announced. How does frequency and quality of the content schedule feel? Um, I think it feels great. I think they're doing justice to their. Um... Yeah, somewhat. Their skate is a session. session. <laughs> Uh, I think the they're doing a good service to their uh, to their fan base. Um, what, how long has the game been out now? Over a year. Yeah, or close a to over, a year. Oh, close to a year, probably. And, wow, uh, New York's just fucking showing up today. Yeah. God damn it. Got skaters, garbage trucks, police, driver shepherds. They're probably chasing that skateboarder. Oh my god! Like, Come on, man. Um. <laughs> But yeah, I think they're doing a great job, at, and they're coming out with a new app apparently. So, I'm I'm actually which is super wild. That's about wild, it. you know. Yeah. Like that that seems like it was a well well off because if you think of a game like um, uh, Fortnite, Fortnite, and they just they've had the original map, but they just keep adding new assets, which makes it feel like a new map. Yeah, but you know, and they did that too, season two. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it's wild. Yeah, I'm actually like I. This is a great question because I never really like interrogated how I felt about the content schedule, at least for Apex. Mm-hmm. 
Because with Fortnite, it always felt like a given. It felt like, oh, yeah, they, they're, I mean, what are they on, like, season 10 or 11 at this point? Yeah. Like, they're deep into the, this is season three for Apex. Holy shit. So they're still, like, you know, a little baby, a little yeah. baby bird. <laughs> um, but it's, like, you know what? Like, after having played just two, two or three rounds before I left the office on Friday, I was like, man, I would much rather play Apex personally than something like Fortnite. Oh, yeah. And, like, yeah, I never thought about the content schedule release, and I kind of, like, it hits me in the same way that, like, Terrace House does, where I'm like, yo, new Terrace House. Like, I'm going to jump back in for, like, you know, a week or whatever. And in Apex Legends case, more than a week. Mm. But, you know, I'm going to jump back in for, like, you know, a, a short period of time. I'm going to have a blast. And I'm not going to feel, like, beholden mm-hmm. to having to stick with it. It's just, like, a thing that's always there that I can rely on that, like, gives me just enough, like, and for other people, I'm sure they, they get to, like, really squeeze out all of the juice from it. But for me, I don't really do that as much because I just the, the nature of what I do and also, you know, living uh, adult lives, like, yeah. with relationships and stuff. It's hard to do that, like, pour that much time into it. But I do see them as, like, seasons of a show that, like, get me back into it. Where I'm like, yo, new season of, like, Mindhunter. Mm-hmm. Oh, shit. I can't wait to go back home and binge it all weekend. This is, like, the gaming equivalent of that where I feel like nowadays if you want to – have a game like that you kind of have to approach it the same way where it's like you have to find like you you got to find like i like i kind of feel like it's like a wheel where like you have to find the right spot on that wheel that hits the ground at the right time when the other spot which might be like destiny or might be you know um borderlands or whatever the case may be for you out there when that's not already like touching the ground like it's in it's in the queue like waiting for that time when you have free time again to hit so it's now it's going to be a matter of like you know, with subscription services and stuff like that, like now it's going to be a matter of, of like the bigger companies like Apple now that's now they're like a legitimate player in the game or Google. In the, in the case of Google, they really got a lot to show off to like really sell Stadia. Because until this point, I really don't. It's like, why? What even is it? Yeah. <laughs> right, right. They haven't even explained they that. They keep saying, like, yo, multiplayer is going to be crazy. Be Destiny's here. Yeah, but you're, but you're like, wait, but I could play that now. Yeah. Um, so we'll see. I'm happy to be proven, like, Ow. I guess, wrong or right, whatever. But, yeah, yeah this is a good question. Um, and I'm really, really excited. Yeah, I just think they, they're doing great. What the hell is going outside of my... Street sweeping. Jeez. Um, all right, cool. Jumping into Feeling It. Feeling It is where we take one thing that we absolutely love from the past week that we've stumbled across that we think is worth sharing. Yeah, I kind of got to this late. Um, it's been in oh, my... Um, it's been in my... Uh, my phone for a little while now but uh little brother they're back together again uh little brother's a rap duo um <laughs> they're a rap duo from you know uh i have a very fond uh relationship you know like with their music yeah uh, actually it's, i don't know if you know this but you put me on like back, oh word yeah back in uh high school nice um i didn't i'd known about them but yeah you had been, you gotta listen to this song yeah yeah <laughs> one of those situations where you showed me something that kind of stuck with me <coughs> and um i just love their music and their humor yeah. um but this uh this album new album came out in august and late the last weekend of august i think yeah um, called uh, May the Lord Watch. And it's just good to hear them back again. It's so that good to hear Fonte. Hip hop, hip hop. <laughs> um, Real shit. <yeah. laughs> nah, it's, it's just really good. And they got that sound. Like, they're just good to hear them. Fucking, it's just good they, music. They man. still got it, man. Still got it. Yeah. <laughs> it's definitely one of my favorites right now. For sure. It's in heavy rotation. Uh, the skits are there. So good. So good. They're always good at that stuff. So. Sorry. <laughs> I'm dying. It's all right. <laughs> Those skits are like Grand Theft Auto. Oh. 
like Grand Theft Auto level, like yeah, like you know, acted out things of like fake reality shows or like you know, fake interviews and shit. It's so good. Yeah, I mean, like Questlove's on there. You know, Questlove. It's just if you're into like hip hop with like a kind of an older feel, but like still modern. I think this is a really good album to like get into, and actually like maybe introduce you to Little Brother. And you can go back and, you know... Yeah. My favorite album from them is The Menstrual Show. And it's 100%. Just, it's a classic. It's just so good. And I, I, it's still in my phone, like, you know, yeah. I listen to it um, every once in a while. So it's, Yeah, it's also... This one's also interesting, too, because like I was watching... I, I was listening to it. It's also been in heavy rotation for me personally. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, yeah, I was, like, curious about, like, Ninth Wonder's involvement, because he's not back. Like no, the, Fonte and Pooh are back. Yeah, but Ninth, Ninth Wonder, is separate who, from it. Yeah, because like but, you know, if you if you if you followed them from the, earlier on, he was a part of Little Brother. He was like the third right. sort of unspoken member because he was the producer and he made all the beats. <clears throat> so now I'm choking up. <laughs> I'm getting emotional. Yeah, it is um, emotional. Man. So I was watching a bunch of like radio interviews with Fonte and, and Pooh, and they they have like they had a very like tumultuous relationship with Ninth Wonder because Ninth Wonder is now working with um, Rhapsody who he's like sort of um, sort of you know helping cultivate her music and I think he's doing a, a fantastic job with her her album is also great. really really great um, like, again hip hop real hip hop <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's like the hip hop corner um, no so like I was watching interviews with Fonte and Pooh and they were talking about how like you know it's easy because he, he also I think consciously very strategically doesn't ninth wonder in this case he doesn't talk a lot about this at all he doesn't even really do interviews yeah 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 very (laughs) at all yeah yeah yeah. so he stays out of it and his silence a lot of times speaks volumes and a lot of times people will draw conclusions like i was watching one interview one radio interview where there was a guy off camera who was like you know very like awkwardly kicking out his like conspiracies of like what he thought was the case and Fonte was like no <laughs> that's not the case at all like they have a good relationship they they, they have a very understanding relationship yeah. but it was very clear that like um because they the, the, there was a problem of Fonte wanting to bring in outside producers and Ninth Wonder the, the stuff that he was presenting them they weren't really loving it so they were like can we get some outside people to come in and maybe you can like give us some more stuff and there were you know again creative differences he eventually left the project but Fonte was basically saying like yeah it was very clear that we didn't want to work together and it was like fine it, like this was a little brother project Absolutely. and and they've also been sort of carrying the mantle without Ninth Wonder for years now like before this album oh, came yeah. out but this album is so good it's like kind of re- a return to form but they also have like really great beats from like uh, a ton of really really solid producers a lot of them sound like that old school stuff that like I missed I, I, was, I talked about it on Twitter actually and I was like, man, I, I didn't even realize how much I missed them until I heard Fonte again. And I was like, damn, like, yeah. I missed his, I missed his flow. His like, he's super underrated in terms of like his wordplay and shit. And yeah, man, so good. I think uh, these, you know, they definitely, uh, especially Fonte, you know, stands out, of course. But um, like you said, they're just underrated and just like just really good fucking music. Yeah. Really good driving shit. Yeah. Really good just commute. chill out, commute yeah. stuff. Gets you in that mood, like that headspace where you're like, oh, damn, am I really popping this hard right now? Yeah, yeah. Like, you know, real. like it's one of those things. I'm, I'm pretty subtle on the train, but I was just catching myself like. No, for real. I was at work like, with, the, with the nasty <laughs> stank face on. Like, yeah, it's like, I don't know. I just love this shit, man. And yeah. It's like, 
I'm, I'm glad to see. I want to see more of that, like more of like the veterans and like the people that you don't really hear from for years. They, I mean, they probably had you know projects from here and there, but I want to see them come back and kind of do the um, Jay Z thing. Um, fuck Jay Z, but uh, <laughs> but <laughs> you know where they they come back and do the like four 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 the more mature content and yeah, you know just show like back in 06 i was this back in you know now um almost a decade has passed yeah because you don't want to see you don't want to be like 45 still kicking gum bars you're like come on man yeah, yeah, yeah. you got property in jersey yes i just you. love hearing from the you know from the old old heads yeah it's again it's like a welcome return to like it's like seeing your uncle you haven't seen in a while and this, this spa- i know that there's like a lot of space for everybody there's space for the young stuff yeah. and there's space for uh you know the old heads. I think we can all learn from one another. It took me a long time to kind of let <laughs> let that go. The old uh, head shit. The, yeah, the old head. Yeah, shit, yeah, yeah. This ain't music. Yeah, this ain't music. <laughs> Blue face, get out of here. <laughs> um, you happy? Oh, fucking turns to fucking Joe Budden and shit. <laughs> you can't tell me you're happy. He's like, he's like, I'm yeah. happy. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, I love that shit though. That's a, that's actually a, a quality clip. I would recommend <laughs> YouTubing that immediately. Turn this off now. YouTube that. Um, I have a dupla this week. Both uh, Japanese flavor, different flavors of Japanese content. Visual media. Visual media, yeah, as well. So one is a movie that I watched in theaters. I think it's a very limited event. Mm-hmm. I think you like if you're in a major city. I think there's a good chance that it's come to your city. If not, I'm pretty sure it'll come out in some form or another. I was lucky enough to watch it at the AMC on 42nd with like a packed theater full of like a bunch of weebs, fellow weebs with me uh, and my and my girlfriend. Yeah. And um, as a result, it felt like the first time seeing one of the like one of my favorite Fast and Furious movies. Really, gr- really great shared experience. The movie I'm talking about is an animated movie called Pro Mare, mm-hmm. um, which actually was recommended to me by my colleague uh, Chris Person on the video team, the voice of Highlight Reel. Um, but Promare is such a fascinating movie, and for those who may not be aware, uh, slight little 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 bars there. Um, it's a film that just came out very recently. It's, it's co-produced uh, by Trigger and X Flag. Trigger, if those of you don't have like a pretty good pedigree in terms of anime, it's directed by uh, Hiroyuki Imaishi and written by Kazuki Nakashima. Both previously worked on uh, Gurren Lagann and Kill la Kill, for those who recognize the Trigger, uh, at least, uh, studio name. So uh, Promare is such a bizarre movie. It's hard to explain exactly what it is, but I'll do my best. Um, it's a movie about this this future where um, there's like this alternate form of energy that sort of gets um, emitted by human beings. And there's this weird... Um, dimensional overlap event that happens where this uh, this sort of uh, what's the celestial being makes its way into our world mm-hmm. and as a result they um, they feed they almost like feed off of like the negativity of people and as a result they become these things called like I forget what the exact t- term is but they have the ability to like set things on fire mm. and it's a it, this movie is a very obvious in a lot of ways an extremely obvious metaphor for like uh environmentalism and like uh capitalism being this weird evil force and uh the idea of like love spreading and and conquering and winning in the end and you know the old ways dying out and the new ways sort of learning to like coexist and eventually like overtake those old ways 
Um, also, I'm smoking a good cigar outside. Uh, but yeah, it's so it, it's it follows the story of like this team of like these firefighters basically because they they're literally like they they fight to um, move into spaces where there are like these fires that that happen where like people are like you know it's it, again obvious metaphor for like this negative energy literally this negative force that explodes out of people and it, and, it, and it's contagious and it like it'll affect people around them and on on in buildings and stuff and they have to go in and rescue these people and basically they like get them out of that funk and and neutralize the fire but um there are also different divisions of like while they're while they might be like rescue like search and rescue there's also like cops and they Mm -hmm. handle things differently like with more force and more like blunt like harsh tactics but it's also like it's an anime so like they have these mechs and these abilities and it's like really stylistic and and flashy and like so action-packed but the dialogue is so wholesome and like heartfelt and sincere. And there's, there were so many moments where we were like, the whole theater was like clapping and like, um, like laughing along and like people were gasping when things were like getting too dangerous or whatever. Such an amazing experience. One of the most hilarious, brilliant things I've ever seen, let alone like an anime movie. Um, and it really shows off the, like the benefits of, hand and anim- it also has like weird cg hand animation blends but it makes a lot of sense for this movie um but my god i highly recommend it, lo- it. it looks pretty cool like, it is incredible uh, i definitely want to go back and watch it at least two or three more how times do, how do you feel um about it's kind of similar but um how do you feel about like watching anime in theaters like do you is it like one of those things that you want to do more often or is it like Kinda. It has to be a movie that you were kind of like looking forward to, or I think I think I think I'd like to do it more often because because yeah. there are things where like I think if I watched it at home, mm-hmm. they wouldn't have resonated as much. Same because there are things where like somebody would laugh, and I was like, oh shit, that is hilarious. Like I shouldn't interpret that like at face value as a as a as not a joke because a lot of it in the movie, especially in Promare, they're like, <clears throat> excuse me. There are things that are said with full earnest, like, energy that you're like, that's corny. But then, like, that's the point. Right. Like, you're supposed, to, you're supposed to point and laugh at that thing. But it's also, like, the movie does such a good job of framing good versus evil and making good look cool. Like, mm. making good people with, like, you know, um, steadfast beliefs and values and morals. Yeah. They make them look fucking cool. Yeah. And, and I think, like the world needs more of that like that's what that's what i love so much about tetris effect tetris effect presented this really beautiful wholesome heartfelt message that that moved me to tears at the end but it was so fucking cool the whole time mm-hmm. and i think we need more of that like we need more of like we need less of like i mean no shade to the movie joker but i haven't seen it yet but like we need that's like some old shit talking about things that have like are a little too stale at this point like do we really need another movie about a sad white guy who goes on a rampage yeah. in, like, in 2019 yeah. maybe not but like do i want a movie about these like really fucking cool ass like mech pilots who are fighting like basically by injecting love and like but they look so fucking yeah, cool right, right, right. it's and like you, caring is not corny right like, it's like know, 2019 yeah, yeah, care bears bro. absolutely <laughs> care bears are still dope yeah it's it's really 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 cool and like i left at theater like like buzzing like yo that was one of the coolest fucking things i want to go back and watch it like three more times so i feel like if you do have the opportunity to watch it with 
a theater, watch it. If you have an opportunity to watch it with friends, maybe watch it with it's friends. It's so interesting that, like, so cool. the way we watch things and, like, the first time we consume them changes your whole yeah. like, feeling about them. Totally. Like, I don't know. I've only really only seen, like, two anime movies uh, in theaters. Um, You'll watch this one. Yeah. So, like, you know, it, it's just interesting to think about. I know it's a limited time event. I don't know when it ends. It might have already ended. It usually ended. is because they'll, yeah. they'll probably lose a lot more money. Yeah, they, not, they yeah, it. they keep it in there. If <clears throat> if you can get a chance though to watch it with people, man, it is so cool. I highly recommend it. Yeah, maybe I'll check that out. And then my second one is is a pretty obvious one. Shout out to my Terrace House stands out there. But Terrace House, the new season officially started on Netflix. That podcast recently. is gonna happen at some point. Oh, it's gotta happen. <laughs> Even if it's just me being like, yeah. So uh, anyway, I think Shohei's a dick. Um, yeah, Terrace House is back. It's back in Tokyo, which is a really really promising uh, prospect because. That's kind of where the show originally like kind of shines. Like they did a weird Hawaii season I thought was super trash. dry, super trash. Yeah. It has some highlights, but this one is like they had, and then the last one opening new doors was like in more of like a mountain sort of like countryside region, which was still kind of cool, but it was still kind of dry. Yeah, um, it'll never be real world New York, you know? No, what I'm saying? Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like, like bring it back to Tokyo. Yeah, bring it back to Tokyo where they're like people who are living their real lives and they have like part time jobs and they have like right. or or they're like going to school and shit. And um, this season, like in under 10 episodes, um, we're, we have one more episode left. We've been sort of like drip feeding it because we enjoyed it so much. But this season has been to me like the most real, the most like, even with the, the fakest characters, like it's, it's, it's been exposing, it, it exposes a lot of like what you don't love about reality TV show, but it still contains a specific like, uh, again, earnest energy around it where like they're not afraid to break the fourth wall and be like, yeah, this guy is clearly on the show to promote his band. I was just about to ask, yeah. are these actors or are these no. like... Well, sometimes they are. Okay. Sometimes they're literally like trying to become an actor but they're on the show to obviously promote themselves yeah, and like the, the premise of the show, like the, the blanket premise is six people in a house together and the idea is for like hopefully love to blossom. Gotcha. But, you know, you'll have an actor or a model go on there and they're clearly on there to gain popularity and, and stuff like that. But what you, they don't account for is that, like, personalities will clash. Um, they might actually fall in love with people. And as a result, some of the uglier shit will come out mm-hmm. about them or even, like, around them and they'll get kind of, like, pulled into it. And it becomes... And so, like, a, a huge fight in Terrace House, it's not like in real world, in the real world where it's, like... Let them fight. Yeah, yeah, and I mean the real world trademark, yeah, like yeah, yeah. that TV's the real world, where like there's people fist fighting behind in the pool, and yeah, like yeah. this guy, like you know, spitting in his face. Yeah, yeah, it's it's never that. It's never that. At least not not yet that I've seen. Nah, it's like subtle shit. It's like it's like them at the dining table, like in this intense music, and they're talking about like you know, I can't believe you said that in front of him. And like, why would you say that? And then they burst into tears and then they all just like go to sleep. And it's like, but it's the most intense. <laughs> like, like, shit. Oh shit. Um, they just went to sleep. <laughs> they just went to sleep. How could they go to sleep? <laughs> um, but yeah, it, it's so fascinating for so many reasons. And this season has been like on 10 pretty much the yeah. entire time. And I had a Twitter, I mean, a, a, like a Twitter thread yesterday, like 11 tweet thread about one of the characters who I love. Her name is Cowdy. She's like, uh, an illustrator on the show and she's probably the most put together more mature one she's also 28 let me see k-a-o-r-i yeah Ooh. yeah you killed it bro yeah nice. um and she has this like she's having this come to jesus moment with herself as a creative that like i had these past five years mm-hmm. myself and like it really resonated with me of like trying to strike a balance of 
doing rewarding work, but also, you know, occasionally having to sell out and do things you're not 100% proud of. And she's also grappling with the fact that, you know, she's she realizes why she's on the show and, like, she's getting these opportunities because she's on the show and she feels guilty about it. The other thing I forgot to mention about Terry's house is, like, I would say 20 to, 20 to 30% of the show is them cutting to a panel Mary, Mary of, like, about yeah, of commentators who are watching along with you and it gets re- even more fucked up because, like, later on in the season, the cast themselves will watch previous episodes of themselves Ooh. and they'll find out things about themselves that they didn't want to. So, like, a private conversation that we had is all, of course, recorded and we might be talking about so-and-so and then when they're all hanging out together, so-and-so is like, wait, y'all thought that about me? <laughs> yeah, they, he just turns over to his left. He's like, wait, what? So, it's super meta. Yeah. It's super... Uh, fascinating as like a little incubation experiment and again there's like three or four seasons out now on netflix and i feel like if you've never seen them maybe just jump right into this one jump right into tokyo 2019 to 2020 because it's like 11 episodes now um you can you can sort of jump in now on the conversation as it happens live the same way those commentators do it and um i like i go into the office and my colleague cecilia is like what episode are you on because she's she's already caught up i'm like i'm still on episode nine like it's so good but then we'll talk about it for a little bit. We talk about our favorite characters and stuff. But it, it's it's just such a good... Um, I wouldn't even call it a guilty pleasure. I, I have no guilt watching this thing. But um, yeah, check it out. It's just fascinating. It's so good. Please watch Terrace House. Oh, man. That sounds good. Um, side Another side note. How do you feel about Netflix going back to more drip feed content? Um, I don't know. I never really thought about it. I think that might be okay. Especially considering that we have like disney plus coming down the line and yeah. other shit why what, what do you think i don't know i'm a little torn mm. because i think it is a very smart thing to do to like be like all right it's weekly episodes or oh you know something like that but i also like taking shit at my own pace yeah sometimes i just want to watch 18 episodes of walking dead in a row <laughs> yeah 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 which i've been doing Really? Why are you doing this? Because I need trash TV and I need something to do when I'm sleeping that I don't really have to pay attention to. Yeah, like, I watch mo- Yeah, I watched like most of The Walking Dead recently, like the last episode that came, latest season that came out on Netflix. And I'm like, I don't know what's happening. <laughs> like, I really don't. I really don't good. know what's happening. They did a time jump. That was enough, man. Yeah, that was weird. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I feel like I think I'm I'm okay with it. It's also funny how like at first we moved away from like yeah I'm a cable cutter, bro. I don't have cable, yeah. and now we basically all have cable. We have cable because I got Crunchyroll, I got Hulu. You're paying Netflix. just as much, but the thing about this is that you're choosing. That's true. What's important to you? Unfortunately, like cable, you you can't do like the packages kind of suck. Yeah, it's like all right, you get a thousand channels. I don't really want. I just want to watch like hockey and shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, if I get the sports package, I have to take all of the sports package. You know what I'm yeah, saying? I don't like, want to watch MLS. I'd rather <laughs> have like you know, like I know I'm gonna watch you know my my uh, DC TV shows. Like I know that's why I want the Netflix. Right. I know that's w- what I need from Hulu. I want to watch that Wu Tang show. You know, like, you yeah. know, there's something on there. At least, like, I'm paying for that. That's that's good enough. Right. And then I'll catch something one-off. Yeah. I'll watch, you know, Big Bang Theory. Oh, God, no. Oh, God. Please don't. I'm getting that don't. shit. I'll die for that shit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, that's a good question, though. Yeah. yeah. 
It's I'm, interesting. I'm gonna, I'm gonna Let us know how one. you guys feel. Yeah, seriously. About the slow drip going back towards uh, slow drip TV, their weekly content, and drop it in the questions channel. You no, know, Manager of Mindhunter was a weekly show. No, I want to uh, watch, I it. watch I w- it. I need it. I need it in chunks. I need it in chunks. Because there are some days. So there are some nights where I'm like. Yo, let's put on another one. Because like, yeah, that yeah. one ended on a cliffhanger. We can't end right I there. I gotta know what's happening with BTK, man. Or Terrace House. Yeah. I can't leave on that fight like that. Gotta know what's happening with BTS. <laughs> <laughs> That's fucking Korean. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I'm, racist. I'm a racist. It's, I'm sorry. <laughs> it's alright. It was... <laughs> Um, all right, well, that but that's pretty much the that's end of the it. show. That's uh, it. did it. Think, before we wrap up the show, actually, before I forget, how can the people find you online? Uh, at Cappy Can't Lose, C-A-P-I-C-A-N-T-L-O-S-E on the socials. Uh, hit me up. I don't have Facebook anymore, so don't ever go there. Don't ever go there. Yeah. Don't do that anyway. Ukrainians are after you. So. <laughs> Word. Uh, impeach drop. Anyway, <laughs> you can find me on Twitter on, and Instagram at PauliMayo, P-O-L-I-M as in Mario, A-Y-O. And, um, yeah, maybe follow me on Twitch. I kind of want to start streaming again yeah, on my do own that. time. I so, see yeah. Twitching. I want to stream soon. So maybe maybe that'll happen. I'm going to Mixer. So. Oh, word. When we're going to duel. You're going to yeah, be with Ninja yeah, and shit. I'm going to be with Ninja. I'm going to be with Dr. Disrespect. Hell yeah. <laughs> but I'm going like, to be like Professor Wholesome. Oh, my I'm God. I'm just going to compliment my chat. Did, like, did we ever talk about that girl that got like banned oh, for yeah. like being Chun Li for having a slit on her thigh? God her forbid. Thigh? How dare you show your thigh? It's wild. It's wild. Y'all so goofy. D- you know what? There's so much goofy energy at Twitch. You know what? Women should not have thighs. No, I not agree. at all. They should be just stumps. Just, just fucking torso and feet. They should look like the TARDIS. Was it the TARDIS? <laughs> they should look like Weeble Wobbles. <laughs> Barrel bodied. Just head and yeah, feet. Yeah, just like just Goomba, get a, like the big, like the peach skirts. Yeah, exactly. just wear those all the time. Stockings. I don't want to see any of it. See. Put it away. Uh, how dare you try to seduce me? <laughs> <laughs> horrible, horrible. Um, but anyway, thank you so much for listening to this this week. If you have any questions or comments, send them over to questions at the optional.com. We'd love to hear from you or drop them into the questions channel in our Discord. Uh, which will, you know, it's probably on our Twitter. Just I'll pin it yep. so you can join the Discord. Um, and also, be sure to subscribe. We're on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, Anchor, and Spotify. Yeah. If you could take a minute to rate and review the show on iTunes or Apple Podcasts, whatever it's called, please do so. It really helps us spread the word. And if you like the show, I want to help keep it going even further. Check out our profile on Anchor at anchor.fm slash the optional podcast, where you can donate as low as a dollar a month to help us keep these lights on. Drop some money in that. Please yeah. do. A little tip jar. And our homepage is theoptionalpodcast.com. That's where you can share with your friends or just tell your friends. Oh, just go to theoptionalpodcast.com. It's right there. Yeah. Boom. Um, check it on your phone. Yeah. And we're on. We're still on Twitter at theoptionalnyc. Talk to us on there. Uh, if not, you can at least find our Twitter handles on there, theoptionalnyc. And our show's music is by the one and only Levi Pack. Not the Levi, man. No relation to Anderson Pack. No. You can find him. I mean, him on, we don't know. We don't know that for sure. Yeah, yeah we haven't asked. Jury's still out. You can find him on Twitter at underscore L E V I P A C K. So until next time, everyone. Peace. Peace.